From Breaking Bad to Calling Soul, agents led by Son of Call. Oh, Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies. Supergirl just flew on by. We're chilling, watching Netflix. How much time's gone by? We're talking TV. From suits to supernatural. Talking TV. Blacklist and the Rebels. Sherlock's Big Bang with Orphan Black. True Detective bombed at second crack. The Walking Dead. Arrow and the Flash. DC Chat, another week. Mitchell, Terry, hello. Hello. Benjamin. Another three-episode week this week. Yes. Yeah. Two yeah. of three, hardly enough. Yeah, what? Well, we'll get a third one coming next week. Oh, so. yes, yes, of course. It's weird. I kind of want all four. of Just just do it. We're nearing the end of the season. I don't like this. Yeah. yeah. I want a bit of continuity. Yeah. You know? Consistency, guys. Yeah, it does take the pressure off on a Sunday night when I don't have to, you know, try and squeeze so many into one night. <laughs> yeah, or for me last week, it was easier when Legends isn't on. So, I mean, for a number of reasons, obviously. <laughs> no? No one? Okay, no. sure. So, just for everyone listening, uh, Terry <laughs> is killing Mitch with her eyes right now. <laughs> Like a, wishing a Supergirl power. My angry eyes. Yes. Before we get to Supergirl, Mitch, you're going to whack up some time codes so that people can move around if they wish and not yep. l- listen to something. Pick and choose what you want, you know. Yeah. Your own flavour this week. Just, you know, do it in whatever you order you want. Mix and match. Yes. Choose your own adventure. <laughs> okay, Supergirl. Right, so I'm a bit pissed off. <laughs> oh, good start. Here we <laughs> go. He's back. It didn't take long. <laughs> well, no, not for the reasons you might think. So straight away, I accidentally read Dean Kane and bloody Terry Hatcher. Did I they have exci- yeah, down her the name? Yes. Oh, that's ridiculous. I, I, didn't I couldn't see believe the other it. person's name whom I won't mention yet, but I did see Terry Hatcher. And I'm like, oh, yes! Come on. Lois and Clark How do you put her again? name in the credits when she's essentially a preview for next week? Yeah. That's I, ridiculous. It was just, it was rubbish. I spent the whole episode... Like watching every single actress. Yeah. Where is she? It's exactly what I was doing. Even somebody else, I went, wait, have I missed it in the past? That's what I thought. And is is Wynn's alien lover girl, Terry Hatcher? (laughs) I thought that. Wow, yeah. And that would have been an interesting reveal. And then I looked at her and I went, that's not Terry Hatcher. It must be somebody else still coming. And and then fair enough, as you say, Mitch, it's right Right at the end. Right at the end. I don't remember seeing, (laughs) it's Kevin Sorbo, isn't it? Yeah. I don't remember seeing his name though. But I saw. Who's that? Hercules. The guy that Terry Hatcher was talking to at the end of the episode. Did you just say, what's Hercules? Who's Hercules? No, that's Hercules. A, Terry Kevin and I, Sorbo. before we came into this room, were going gangbusters because this is such a 90s throwback episode. You've got Dean Kane, you've got the 1990s Superman, you've got the 1990s Lois Lane, and you've got the 1990s Hercules, the legendary adventures. Where's Mosina? I didn't, Bring her on. I didn't watch Hercules. Oh, you kind of missed out. I grew up wow. in a town with only two channels and one was the ABC, so... <laughs> A little bit sheltered for a little while. <laughs> yeah, I, I I was just a bit annoyed at them putting that at the start because the whole episode was just waiting, waiting to and see waiting, her. Yes. waiting, yep. waiting. And every time they were in Cadmus, it was like, oh my God, is she going to be at Cadmus? Is she going to be working with Dean Kane? So there was a conversation at the start where they had to get the message out to the aliens to warn them. And was it John Jones that said, we can't do it because the DEO is supposed to be undercover, mm. a secret organisation. Is that a... I thought they weren't undercover. I thought we discussed this a few weeks ago and we decided they're not undercover. Everybody does know about them. In fact, they're in the middle of the city and they're drinking at bars. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of it too, I get my wires crossed with, and I think it's only just coming back on to Channel 7 now because it's been off for three months. Thanks a lot, Channel 7. But Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where you've got this secret government organisation, even though in that world everyone knows about S.H.I.E.L.D., but they are trying to protect the Inhumans group from the wrath of these, you know, one-minded, you know, rest of humanity that want to kill them just because they're different. Same as this, you've got the DEO trying to protect aliens just because they're different from the likes of Cadmus and the, the humanity that they inspire to go out and attack these people to try to get them out of... I was going to say country, but I guess that's the political angle that we're going to get to uh, in this chat, no doubt. Um, So, yeah, I I honestly don't remember because I think I'm confusing it with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I did have a little bit of that as well. when uh, John Jones's sort of hesitance. I'm like, hang on, mate. Everyone knows now, but maybe maybe they don't. They change their mind from week to week, don't they? Whether they're secret, whether everyone knows about them. Well, that's true. 
<laughs> Same as like the aliens. They all look like humans. Now they actually look like aliens. Yeah. I We haven't, re- aside from Wynn's girlfriend, have we seen aliens getting around doing normal human things we had as aliens? We had this episode. Like even that family were hiding themselves, but the next guy in a car that the fake police officer tried to kidnap. That's right. Was there in his like Star Trek makeup, yeah, you yeah. know? And he's just like, oh, hi, officer. Would you like to see my license? It's like, no, I'd like to see your permit to be on the planet. Yeah. Uh We've never seen that, have we? No, no I don't think no, so. Never. The guy. It was interesting. The guy who they pulled over in the car. It reminded me of Men in Black, mm. where he's just he seemed to be someone that has a run in with the law all the time, and they knew about him. Yeah, I forget what his name was, but they said just. Turn around, Johnny. <laughs> it was very funny. Even the way that he sort of like, he looked at Alex and Detective Hot and they were saying something, oh, I love you, I'll see you later. He goes, oh, yeah, I wish I had something. <laughs> that was the bit. That was yeah. the, their and response like, to that. You're right? a cheeky, yeah. yeah, yeah just yeah. get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, this guy's che-. He nearly just got like potentially killed by alien haters. And he's like, what's up? You guys are getting it on? Oh, yeah. I'm an alien, but I'm into that human love. I really wanted to come into this week and speak positively. So I went about trying to only make notes about positive things. <laughs> How many notes do you have? Well, I've got a, quite a few, actually. First of all, I'd like to say that the bar scene fight was awesome. It was pretty good. But why were they there? Who's, which they? Why was Cadmus there or why no, was No, the aliens. Because it was the alien bar. Yeah, but they went there to warn them, right, and said, oh, we'll, we'll, you know, we can't go on the news because we're undercover, but we can warn the bar. They actually made a reference to that when they were talking about it. So then the next <laughs> scene, we're at the bar. Yeah. Oh, who cares? We'll just have a drink anyway. Doesn't Maybe matter. the, well, because the bar, isn't the bar meant to be a secret alien bar that only a half of National City? Yeah, but Cadmus, no, but Cadmus got the list, so they yes. know where all the aliens are, yes. slash, I assume, hang out. So yep. the bar's number one. Mm. On their hit list. Bar should be closed back in five. <laughs> yeah. On the door. <laughs> Shit house. Yeah, that scene, and I want to say, oh, it happened either side of, of that bar scene. I can't remember which order it was, but in a show called Supergirl... I reckon for a good 10 minutes she wasn't in the episode. How good was it? I, You know, I wrote that. <laughs> My last comment is it was a great episode because Supergirl wasn't in it. Oh, I, it. No. I was making a joke at Terry's full no, story. No, She's I'm actually serious. got documented words on her page. She was in that episode and I really enjoyed it. No, she is far... This week she was better than last week and I thought she was great she last week. she wasn't in it very much. No, but I'm just... Her, her, her <laughs> overall demeanour, her behaviour, her approach to things, she was so much better this week than last Last week and last week is so much better than every other week before it. So, no, no. You got a thing against Supergirl? Got a thing against Legends as a show? Would let's push on before we punch on. <laughs> push on before we punch on. Put that on a t-shirt. There you, you can find go. Get into Just a rule for all geeks and nerds: going to a convention, push on before you punch on. Check it at the door. <laughs> so I'm jumping all over the place, but Dean Kane, you're the only Superman we need. Yeah, yeah I wrote that as well. <laughs> nice. Oh, my God. So yeah, good. that was good. Okay, let's talk about Lena. Obviously, Terry, you're happy about her being in this episode. I'm, yes, very happy she was in that episode. <laughs> Anything you'd like to elaborate just on that fact? No, I was no, just, just happy to just, see just her. Happy, just happy. <laughs> Roll credits. Show's done. Pretty much. <laughs> but is she good or bad? I still can't decide. <sighs> I think she's... You know how Malcolm Merlin is sometimes both? Yeah, but, but he's you, more bad than, like, I don't know. You I know kinda... he's doing good things because he, it's going to benefit a bad plan that he's got down the line. Yeah. Whereas Lena, you got to assume because she's a Luther, but she hasn't shown anything yet to suggest that she is. It's only because... If she was named something completely different, I don't know that we'd even be asking these questions yet. I think what we've seen of her, she's not showing anything, but... But there is something. She's obviously nowhere near as bad as the mother and the brother and... But, yeah, I mm. don't know. Part of me, I, I think, know. following that chess scene, the little throwback scene to her as a yeah. child, that she is long conning, working with Lex somehow. 
I don't know why. With I don't Lex. know how. But she's with Lex. That, Ooh, that's a big call. Yeah, that her, the mother hates her because it's not her, her... Is this another prediction? Sure, put me down for this. <laughs> Lena and Lex are working together and it's a, a, a way of getting that Lex Luthor flavour in a Superman show when we're only got a Supergirl... I don't say only, but have Supergirl and we're working with Lena Luthor. It's just like... What you kind of want out of a Superman show, well, we're giving it to you here, but it's a little bit different. So, I don't know. I may as well throw that prediction out because I have nothing else to go on for Lena. Except for Terry's... Attraction. Attraction. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Tell us more. How long long we got today? (laughs) So, who picked up the two Trump references? Oh. I know you did, Mitch, because we already talked about this. No, mm. you guys had a little private meeting, did we? Yeah, we, got, we, got, we got on the text. <laughs> well, you don't like to talk about stuff, so... Oh, that's true. <laughs> so when you asked, did either of you two, you really meant me. Did Bas- I pick yeah, it up? Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Do you no. Re- no? Really? <laughs> I have no idea. Or maybe remind me. Maybe I did. Well, uh, uh, Supergirl was talking to Snapper um, about the story that she wanted to run and he was like, there's way too much fake news out there already. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah. and then he talked about the, the fascists in the White House. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah that one, one wrong stat or something can influence people the wrong way and get a fascist in into the, the White, White House. House. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which is interesting because it's in, not like this world is set in our no, world. No, and that's, I wrote that, that was, remember I said to you, Mitch, that I had some extra notes to write? Mm. That was what I thought about later. Like I'd gone to bed and thought, well, hang on a minute. Whilst that was referenced to us, mm. the dumb audience referring to him, they're in their world... What is he saying? Linda Carter's president is a fascist. It would actually be fun to see that. That'd be nice. That their version, <laughs> Earth, whatever you know, she's on Earth three or whatever. That Linda Carter's president replaced a, a, a business tycoon that became president in some kind of really farcical election a few years ago. Yeah. Not that it's set in the future, but in their current day, their present day world is basically like our future in a way yep. that uh, it's like a post-Trump world sort of thing so yeah it was a very political episode I had mentioned a few weeks ago that the, the showrunners actually stated they intended Supergirl out of all four shows to be the most politically driven show and I guess that is very easily covered in the fact that it's led by a woman it's named after a female character and it's about and it's got potentially well it has got one female villain but potentially another female villain sort of, you know, skating underneath uh, you know, underneath the radar sort of thing. That that in itself is its own political statement, uh, even amongst, you know, Hollywood movies and TV and things. But um, I think this episode, it didn't run down your throat the idea of immigration and kicking out illegal and legal people in the country like Arrow did With in its guns. Spectre of the Gun episode yeah. a few weeks ago where it was just turning towards the audience almost looking down the camera guns are bad guns kill people sure guns were a good thing and maybe we can have them for the right reasons but because bad people use them the wrong way should we all hand them in this was just like you know what just because people are different don't hate them but it was aliens it's not as obvious as a gun is a real thing that exists in our world as far as we know right now we don't have these aliens getting around in dive bars and having sex with junior technicians and stuff that work for secret government facilities. Maybe they are. I don't know. But I think this episode handled it a lot better than Arrow. So I think as a political statement with that, it was it was good. And yeah. the fact that Trump's a bit of a dick, so I don't mind them having a go at him. And so, maybe that's their defence if it ever comes up. They can just go, what, what? We're not even set in your world. We totally weren't talking about Trump. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally not the he same. He hates aliens. I mean, in this show, they hate aliens. It's totally different. Come on, yeah. guys. Yeah. How badass was Alex in this episode? Like, oh, she angry. She was well, very angry. you know what? What? I'm usually a big fan of her. This week, not so much. She annoyed you? I thought John Jones was right in tricking her. Yes. Yeah. She should have went, Did you, you know, guess that? Did any of you guys no, guess that? No, I was totally same. blown away. Yeah. I was, wow, that was cool. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I just I thought he was right, and he shouldn't have apologised at the end. I don't think he did go too far. No, you work for a government agency in charge of saving the damn world. <laughs> I yeah, I she shit me in that scene, but I liked it when she was punching the crap out of that other guy. Like she just went 
Totally. Oh, she was awesome. That was yeah, and that's the bit where I mean she was really bad. Yeah, and in oh, a way, right. I was yeah. surprised that he stopped it the way that he did because, like you said, it's, it's a secret organization. I'm well, like, well, the dude was just about to talk. I thought, yeah, yeah so did I. I'm like, let it roll. No one, no one it's not knows like he's that you ask exist. For a lawyer, you don't operate <laughs> under normal rules. This guy yeah. is himself a terrorist or working for a you know a very shady organization. <laughs> Who's he going to go and run to? You know, yeah. hi, I'm a criminal. Police, can you please sort out those people that don't exist for doing something illegal to me? Like, come on. The other thing that shit me about Alex is last week we were arming and ahhing whether her laser gun has a stun setting. Mm. Yes. Um, and maybe that's why she didn't shoot her dad. Yep. But Detective Hot had hold of it and was stunning people all over the place. Yeah, exactly. So it does have a stun setting. Yes. Stun so your could. dad. Yep. But, and what a stun setting. It's just a terrible story. Like, it's so... Crap. Who writes this crap anyway? Hey, there we go. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's uh, it's it's like Legends. You know, if you're listening to our Legends chats, it, it set itself a, a very specific precedent that it broke the next week, and it's like it, they never said it in the first place. It was just convenient enough for one story. And like you said last week, same gun. They could have done it this, this week. They go, oh. We have these capabilities. Don't think about the fact that we'd never used them before. Yeah, but... write it in a better way. Who writes this crap anyway? <laughs> <laughs> so they're trying to get the story out there that Cadmus is wanting to wipe out the aliens or get rid of the aliens. And, of course, Catco's the only publication in the entire country. <laughs> but what about Jimmy? He's the boss. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Was he even? He wasn't he, even in the episode. That's well, number yes, he one. Was. He was in the episode. Was but he, I don't even he was think at the we. Bar talking to Win. And he his, and he donned the um yeah, the, the guardian suit, outfit like, very quickly. Oh, that's yeah. right. But he yes. but that was it though, right? He yeah. That's I mean. He wasn't much. in the Catco scenes. If he was, they could have just gone. Well, I'm not going to go to the the guy. What's his name? Snapper. 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 Well, screw you. I'll go over your head. Let's go to the <laughs> boss. Yeah. And Jimmy's going to go. Yeah, because I work with the DEO. Of course. Yeah. Shit house. <laughs> and her, um, her power pose when um, Supergirl, Snapper interviews Supergirl and she flies in, hands on her hips. Oh, vomit. <laughs> that's just a, I mean that's, I mean Deadpool made fun of it. That's just a hero stance. No, but that was pretty cool. I thought where she was out in one door at the other oh, door. I love right. I love those scenes. <laughs> yeah. hey, oh, like, look at Terry, she hates it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of which Superman I want to say it was Superman four. Christopher Reeve Superman four and Superman was on a date with Lois Lane and Clark Kent was on a date with another woman on a double date situation, right? And so Superman is flying in and out of the room. Like, he'd out the window, bust in the door in his suit, go, oh, 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 I'm a bumbling idiot. I, f- I forgot the turkey in the car. Out the door, Superman busts back in. And, and he had a double date with three people. Oh, my God. Ever across the whole scene. I can't remember that. Like, Superman 4 and 3, not great films, but a fun idea about how these guys might be able to operate. You know? Wow. Um, so it was almost, a, not that it was a throwback to that, it's just a way of showing that she's able to do this sort of thing but good that they show that she can do it and doesn't always need John Jones to come and pretend to be her like she did for Katko or um, Kat in the first uh, season mm. when Kara and Supergirl were both in the same shot that was cool you needed it there but what but it just goes to show that, like with the other episodes that we've already talked about, where she's slow yeah, yeah, yeah. at saving yeah, somebody, if she yep. can change her clothes and be someone else in the like split second, mm. but she can't save one person and then grab. Okay, Daddy. so well, let's move on to Project Exodus then. And <laughs> Name of the episode too, Exodus. Yeah. Okay, so Lena falls off or gets pushed off the balcony of the thing. Yes. Bang! She's, she's off. Just... She's on the phone listening. Bang! She's there. Rescues her. Yeah. Now that is very fast. Yes. But where is Supergirl when Alex is on the ship and all hell's about to break loose? Yeah. Alex is on board. They're trying to free the people. Where is Supergirl? Because <laughs> I was actually thinking Alex just needs to yell out, "Car, I need your help" or something, and mm. surely she would have been able to See, hear yeah, it. Exactly. That's something I wish they would do at least a couple of times because that happened a lot in Lois and Clark. 
that there'd be some like kid, you know, falling down a bloody sewer or something, a woman in a burning building on the other side of Metropolis, which you get the idea is like the size of New York. And, you know, Dean Kane as Clark Kennedy sitting there eating some food, you know, in the Daily Planet offices, and he just, you'd hear sort of the sonar go on as, help me, Superman. And he'd just go, oh, I've got to go, Lois, sorry, and like race out of it. And he would, like, he was always aware of it, he was always listening for it in a way. Yeah. I just want to see that happen once here. Yeah. Because she only seems to be aware of... Again, she's young, she's building, she's learning about her powers and being a hero and all that. I get it. But it's but just it's, not knowing how to write. It's limiting the unlimited powers of these characters. Yeah, and I'm not blaming her. I'm not blaming the actor. I'm, I mean, Terry blames her, but we'll get past <laughs> that. <that's fine. laughs> it's just sloppy writing. It is. You know, you can't have her save Lena in basically a split second from across the city to an actual event with the DEO that she's ready for for her to take 10 minutes to get there. Did we ever see her get a call about it or anything? Because was that the last... she at the DEO? Oh, no, yeah, I'm pretty sure she was there. Was she at the DEO? Was, While they were getting the phone the... call from Alex going, hey, we're, we're in trouble, this yeah. is about to launch, I don't oh, know okay. what to do. I and she and she's sitting there going... Hmm, when should I go? Yeah. <laughs> Hands on hips. <laughs> okay, all right. I, I thought it actually followed in from the uh, from the Lena scene, and uh, that's where I think shows get you get into a little bit of trouble because you see one scene and then you see another scene somewhere else, and our minds naturally assume that they are running consecutively, yes, not concurrently. Whereas really, those two scenes could have been happening at the same time. But if indeed Alex is on the ship, calls up the DEO, Supergirl is there, we know that they are happening consecutively yeah. and she should have gotten there a shitload faster. Once she did get well, there, maybe. I liked I liked the rescue. I liked her, like, still, she's going, pushing against hyperdrives, essentially. Like, she's still struggling. And then there was a great moment uh, where she faced off against, uh, what was the bloody robot named? Um, that big red thing? Yeah, Red red Tornado oh, in, in season one. Yeah, no, you're right. And she, like, well done, destroyed him with her with her heat vision, but really had to think about everything she was going through emotionally to, like, push it in. And it was just music. There was very lim- limited sound effects. And her screaming, thinking about having lost her parents and stuff. And I'm like, that was a really nice emotional scene. Yeah. This was similar. Like, I thought for sure Alex was ending up on the other side of the galaxy. Yeah, that's what I thought was going to no happen. No harm, no foul. Because they're like 20 seconds until she's gone. A minute later, Alex is still, like, hand on the glass and saying... You can do it. You can do it. I'm like, I thought it was hand on the glass. Goodbye. Yeah, that's why I thought. I thought it was you can do it. You can do it. Is like, I know you can't, but I'm going to tell you that so you don't give up. It was but, a good moment. I just, but she had this similar thing. Like she was screaming. Stopping yeah, yeah, it was that, great. That's why I liked. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah, yeah. The acting was fantastic. That bit was it was emotional. Yeah, I, I thought, actually enjoyed that. Bit. I thought it would have been. What did you just say? I know, right? What? <laughs> I enjoyed that bit, but then there was no dialogue. She was just screaming. So. Maybe yeah. that's why I liked it. <laughs> wow, straight back. It was just almost there. Almost. There's one part I couldn't get past, though. <clears throat> if you've got these really super strong drives pushing something out of Earth orbit, right? And you've got Supergirl pushing against the nose of the mm. aircraft. How strong is, is the, the nose yeah, of the aircraft. The whole it ship. crumbled, right? It should have... There should have been an indentation. The windscreen should have smashed. Yeah. Alex should have been sucked out <laughs> or blown out. <laughs> that is just shit out. There's not even a scratch on the front I of that know. aircraft. Absolute rubbish. But the other thing I thought with that particular... Given how strong she had to be, realistically, they could have brought Superman in just for that scene. Yeah. They could have I done that. I thought that too. Like, Didn't I know. It's such a big deal. He should have been. Because if for he's that. not. Like, the fact that there is this. This is all group. hands on deck. Yeah. yeah. Situation. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's the same as episode. Uh, season one, really. But mainly the start of this season where there is a group with Kryptonite pumping out these super-powered super-villains, and it's like, well, contractually, the CW can't use him more than twice this season, so la-da-da-da, Superman can't be in this episode. But this, too, like, it was going on for minutes that Kara's trying to stop this, what he's sitting in the Daily Planet, and they, they're not covering the fact that there's this ship going into uh, orbit. Yeah, I've got a deadline yeah, on a story. Be I better just stay here. Like, <laughs> I don't want to go right, in man. as a man and tell her that 
maybe she is a woman needs my help. I mean, <laughs> well, what about John Jones for that matter? He well, could he, have been well, there. He said he couldn't get there that fast. He actually stated that. Cool. We're, we'll get there just a little bit later. Yeah, I know. Because yeah, we've seen five minutes later, eventually. still would have been okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't just give up that Shit easy. But I thought they were as fast as each other. They've flown together loads we're of times. Ha- we haven't seen much limit on his speed of flight yeah. yet. So but, she um, slows down on mm. purpose. Can't he do his thing too where he just disappears here and appears over here? Or is that just him moving fast? Do you know when he fights somebody and he's in front of them yeah. and all of a sudden there's a whoosh and he's oh, yeah, behind them? Him. Yeah, he doesn't teleport or anything. He's just moving quick. Oh, I thought yeah. that was one of his skills to teleport. I just I just brushed over it. I thought, oh, cool, he's a Martian. <laughs> That's, he's sure he can do that. Whatever. So what are we thinking about the end? <laughs> Terry Hatcher, Kevin Sorbo, are they Daxamites? So I had to rewind it twice because my husband kept saying, Oh, the idiot savant husband, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, can you shut up? I'm trying to hear what they're saying. I had to rewind the it witch? twice. Idiot savant. Do you remember I called him an idiot savant in one of our chats? Well, I I since told him, oh, I've co- I called you an idiot savant. So now he brings it up all the time. And because they're standing there, um, she's saying, I feel different. And he's rubbing his hands together. Yeah, it does feel different. I already had in my mind what I was thinking, but he speaks out loud. Oh, the idiots of husband. They are da 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 But as he's saying that, the third person comes in the scene and says something, which I didn't hear, so I've rewound it. And he's talking over it again. I'm like, will you f***ing shut up? <laughs> so I rewound it again. And yes, they say, your highnesses. Do you need to, so, um, you know, have some mediation with your husband? Quite <laughs> possibly. Especially while we're watching these shows. Like, shut up. Um... So my theory, they are Monel's mum and dad. Hmm. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that as well. I didn't think that, but that's probably more likely than my. <laughs> <laughs> I had a thought. You know, when the, there was the flashback to Monel when he got in the the uh, pod, mm. and the, there was the actual prince there who we thought that maybe he wasn't or whatever. I think it could be him, aged a little bit. You reckon? Well, I don't know. Just mm. throwing it out there. Because <laughs> the guy comes over, or whoever come, came over and said, Your Highness, right? So it's obviously royalty of some. Mm. Yeah, yours makes a little more sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought because Monel was in the with the, the belt st- slipstream thing, which halts time. Yeah, the Phantom Zone. Phantom, whatever. Yeah. And um, maybe old mate survived and he he aged a bit more normally and this is him. No? Okay. Yours does make sense. I'm okay with both. I just, I don't know. Thank you, Mitchell. But I do (laughs) like the idea of the family dynamic thing happening and why did that dominator on the alien planet a few weeks ago when they went through the Stargate bow not to want to kill Monel. It's yep. like, well, no, no, we don't touch that guy. Bow and to that they, guy. They bow to him. Yeah. So uh, are his parents some kind of evil overlord? Maybe he isn't a bad guy. Maybe he will have to face off against his parents. Maybe his parents the big bad or Ooh. something. Yep. Or has he been sent to Earth to do something that he's, now that he's accustomed to Earth living and working in a bar, he's he not. suddenly doesn't want to destroy the planet. And then, his parents are coming to make him, you know. Then he can have a moment with Lena as well and she can explain to him what it's like to have an evil parent. Mm. <laughs> Go to meetings together and things. But don't forget Kara's aunt was also... Oh, God. That's so, right. Families yeah. suck in this universe, no, don't they? Just uh, Wynn's father was a supervillain. I mean, come on! He was too. I forgot about that. Yeah. And well, now Alex's father is, you know, it's questionable mm. whether he's... That's right. Parents are shit out. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's go to Flash, the uh, Savitar episode. All the yes. wrath, yeah. Yeah. This yeah. this caught me by surprise the start of this episode because it ended last week. Wally sings Avatar on the side of the street. Yeah, I thought Boom. that was it. He's mm. back. I'm like, whoa, how do you leave us at the start of like the next episode? And then it tells you after a minute or so. Oh, by the way, now he's just having flashes and and all that. So um, pun intended. Oh, oh, nice. nice. I, even when you said that, I didn't even know. So very <laughs> unintended. But, uh, yeah, I, I kind of liked it being a little bit more of a uh, of a Wally episode. And, and, and it really sort of up and down for me who was in the right and who was in the wrong, which has been almost this very good but very annoying and repetitive battle between Barry and Wally this entire season over who's being more of a dick and who's being more of a child. 
And uh, there was a lot of that in this episode too, where you're sort of feeling for, for Wally and the pressures that he's under and the fact that Savitar's coming at him, but then you're like, well, you know, then Barry's in the right too because he's just trying to protect people. And yep. yeah, I don't know. Lot, very frustrating too. I'm sure, Terry, you've got a lot to say about Iris, um, but, which, we, <laughs> which, we can, which we can get Should to. we just start with that? <laughs> I just, you know, I didn't even write anything. I just... Iris. <laughs> what is it with the female characters in these shows? I was just about to say, I'm like, no, I don't need to say it, but the only female on this show is hating the female characters. So <laughs> I'm glad it's you, not me, because we'd get, we'd, we'd get into trouble, Ben and I. So we... you agree <laughs> that she shouldn't really have cracked the shits with Barry? She shouldn't have. I know you're trying to save my life and change the future, but I'm really annoyed with you. Mm. So at the end of the day, yeah, he still loves her. Yeah. He's just fast-forwarding there, yeah. you know. That was Thank just you. rubbish. Thank you. Because I thought, you know what, I'm a man and I'm seeing it from the man's perspective, but Terry might have a completely <laughs> reasonable way of explaining well, Iris's way of thinking. Forget no. men and women. It's it's just logical. Yeah, Let's try everything we can to try and change, change the future. The, yep. mm. Oh, Iris. And that's where Wally comes into it. And he go he goes to the future, much against the advice of uh, of Cisco. Cisco. He says, "Man, you yeah. you don't want to. It's very vivid. You don't want to go in and see your sister get murdered. You, it's, you can't unsee it. Trust me, I've seen it. No, I have to go. Goes there, sees his sister gets murdered. He gets quite upset about it. And from that point on, doesn't take in any detail except no, the one the bit ring. of detail. Yeah. Except yeah, except the one bit of detail." That will help him in an argument against Barry. Yep. So like, oh, that, yeah, I'm going to prove him wrong because of that. I'm like, dude, look at everything else that might be able to help this situation. Yep. Seriously, Eno. Wally shits me. I actually oh. wrote Wally dumb shit. Yeah. In my notes. I mean, I'm gonna skip right <laughs> to the end here when he goes. Oh. I'm gonna do it by myself. <laughs> Same old shit again. Yep. Hashtag <laughs> this doesn't ever work, guys. This is a petulant. Terrible. Oh, well, I have a theory. Are we ready for theories? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think I know what you're going to say. Wally is Savitar. I, yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Right at the start of the episode. Something happened and I went, oh, it's Wally. But Savitar said Barry put him in the Speed Force, whereas Wally's put yeah. himself in the Speed Force. No. Oh, yeah, Savitar. No, I thought he said you created me. Yeah, it was. I, I forget the exact nature of it, but it was. It did start from there. Yeah, Ben, that he said you were the one to basically create me. Yeah, and they did that by flashpoint. Yes. Well, that and even pushing him to a point where you have to be the one to save her, putting him under the threat of Savitar in his own head, putting him on the path to go and wanting to do it himself, and then. Wally being Wally and jumping to conclusions and if, if he in, is indeed Savitar, decades or centuries or millennia or whatever the case may be time not existing, thinking about the fact that Barry is to blame Yeah, well, he's all twisted up, yeah. you know, who knows you know, wow. days what the motivation is but I think uh, the other thing is he's going around the room and he says the only one that I spare is HR how ironic that the mm. coward's the only one I save yeah. and then a couple of scenes later we get reminded that HR is the only one that's ever believed in Wally yeah. and was nice to him and is training him and encouraging yeah. him. So maybe that's a reason why he would wow. spare him. Yeah, okay. Why, wouldn't, why would he kill his own sister? Well, when he kills her, the line... I mean, Wally was only looking at the ring. I was listening to what he said and he said, finally, I'm free of you. So it's obviously something personal free. against Iris as well. Right. So He says, finally, free. I'm free of you. Bang, stabs her. So he's free of Iris. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Okay. See, I that think actually I... made me think maybe Iris is Savitar. <laughs> well, <with> that... <laughs> Everybody's Savitar. <laughs> yeah, everyone's Savitar. <laughs> but, like but, arrow but, all over again. But there is definitely something in what he says, finally, I'm free of you. What does that mean? See, I thought he was talking to Barry when he said that, as in referring to... I didn't yeah, even realise that it might have been Iris. Hmm. Don't know. I still. I think it's Wally. I think Wally's Savitar. Mm. I've you know, read some fans online you know, speculating with that idea. I mean, now throwing everything, really. What do you mean or... somebody else has come up with it? I thought I was original. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're actually the one that's went into, into much more of... 
reasoning than, than what this this guy uh, did in one line. But there was also a thought going around that they're going to start intertwining more of the current comics um, where I, I actually wanted to really just race in and tell you. With DC, the beginning of last year, I want to say, rebooted their entire comics universe called DC Universe or DC Rebirth and it's basically taking everything back to its core elements and starting again um, but also following on from the continuity uh, of the previous now it's Rebirth it was the new 52 that was its own thing which started it was its own sort of you know uh, new storyline from whatever came before that as well. Now, I, I think, again, I apologise to any comic book enthusiasts that are listening. I'm only catching up on this having started to read Rebirth recently, was that Barry Wally didn't exist in the New 52 continuity. For whatever reason. I don't know what the, the writers or in story what had happened. But in Rebirth, Rebirth basically, basically comes around because of Wally. You open up DC Universe Rebirth issue number zero or one or whatever it was, and you're just reading dialogue. And it's he, this character is looking for someone to help him. And you don't know who, who you're reading. I thought I knew who I was reading and was completely wrong. And goes down and finds Bruce Wayne. Says, Bruce Wayne, he is the only one to understand loss like I ever have and, and pain and suffering and all this. And Batman's there working on a computer and things like this. Anyway, all of a sudden this massive, no pun intended, flash, you know, uh, light, bright light inside the Batcave and, and Batman looks up and it's Wally West in his Flash uniform and he's there screaming out, Bruce, Bruce, you have to help me, you have to save me. Batman has no friggin' idea who he is. He's like, who are you? He goes, you, you must remember me, you must remember me. I can't get back without you. Disappears. Something pulls him back, essentially, as far as we know, as far as what I know now. He's in the Speed Force. He's trapped in the Speed Force. And what they've done in this storyline is that throughout the entire New 52 continuity of comics, went on for a couple of years, Wally was stuck in the in the Speed Force itself. And come the end of the issue, he's went to. he actually goes to see the Atom. Uh, he goes to see Ray. And then he goes to see somebody else to try and get someone to remember him. Because basically, since he went back in time and changed something... He doesn't exist. And so everyone's forgotten about him, so he therefore can't sort of re-emerge in the world until someone remembers him from an alternative timeline. And then he eventually he finds Barry Allen, and he's screaming at Barry Allen. And meanwhile, he's disintegrating. He's disappearing from memory. He's disappearing from the Speed Force itself. He's screaming out to Barry, remember me, I'm your nephew, because he's not a, a brother of Iris. He's the nephew of Iris in in the comics. He's, I'm your nephew. Please believe me. And, and Barry's got no idea who he is. And only at the last second, he has flashes, no pun intended again, of this memory that he didn't know that he had. And this character, this, 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 this family member, Wally, that he doesn't remember, but he does now, and reaches out and grabs this hand that's the only thing left of him and rips him out of the Speed Force. And Barry, or Wally exists again. And he's like, oh my God, Wally, how could I forget you? And all of a sudden, he's got two memories inside his own head. He's crying because he's like, how could I ever forget this whole life that we shared together? And I haven't read beyond that. It's, it's like, it's the comic's a year old, and I haven't actually read beyond that. But I've got goosebumps. I've got goosebumps for <laughs> telling it. so cool. But he's stuck in the Speed Force, and so all these fans are like, are they going to do that? Is the end of the series, are they going to beat Savitar? But it's going to come at the sacrifice of Wally, who gets trapped in the Speed Force. And that's where the whole line that they brought up in this episode comes into play as well. That someone suffers a fate worse than death. You can die, sure, or you can live, but getting trapped in the Speed Force where you are stuck somewhere, like Savitar has been telling us, like he's been stuck in this prison. But maybe they're going to do both, what you said. He is Savitar, but he also has be- he's become Savitar because he's been stuck in the Speed Force. Mm. God, predictions are so much fun. <laughs> Terry, one of your predictions was that Julian went away last week and yeah. then came back. Do you still think he's Savitar? No. <laughs> <laughs> After all that, no? No. Because I actually think you could be onto something. It would be the ultimate because Twist he's the, the only one that Savitar will, will talk through. So they've had him right in the room the whole time yeah. talking through him. Yep. Yeah. Still could be. I don't know. But so Savitar is, he's just out and about now, running around. Yeah, he's he's free. Mm. The last thing I had written down was, that was awesome. 
<laughs> I don't know whether that was the, the yeah. whole episode or just something that happened near the end. The desperation in the fight that Barry and Savitar had was awesome. Like Barry yeah. was desperate to... You, I, you could feel like things were slipping away. Iris was slipping away. The chance to save her was slipping away because here is Savitar. He's out. It's It's on. Mm. It's materialised. Why did Barry just stand there when Wally was getting sucked into the speed yeah, that force, was though? He, he was just standing there. It's like, but you're the Flash. He just stood there and watched him. And he actually said, Barry, help me, which could also um, strengthen your theory because he didn't help him. He just stood there and watched him get sucked in. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Unless Barry was scared about being sucked in himself. Oh, he's he's been pretty selfless in those big moments before, though. I, yeah. The old barrier, the, the barrier, the, every barrier that we've ever known would have thrown at himself at that little portal. Yeah. I think that would have been just as, if not, well, way more effective if Barry was lightning running towards that while he's screaming at him and he still didn't make it, rather yeah. than stand still like a peanut there. and watched yep. him disappear. Has there been any comic book ever that's had... Barry as like a future version of Barry as a bad guy. A bad guy. Like, could Savitar be Barry? Oh, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm His not. Future Barry does sound like he is kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah. How did it end? Barry that... by himself, really? Was he just with Cisco? Was it Cisco left? The... Everyone else bailed him. Like Iris walked away, and he saw that she wasn't wearing, wearing the ring. ring. Oh, like yeah. even though she didn't say, she is. Look, I'm angry about this whole thing, but you know, she still kept the ring on. And then at the end of the episode, she's taken it off. Yeah. And while they didn't throw it in your face, I like that sort of hint at the the idea of time travel too, that now we, we can start asking ourselves a bit of a paradox. Wally saw that Iris wasn't wearing a ring in the future. Was she ever wearing a ring in that future before Barry started trying to change the timeline? Or did it flow on the way that this is flowing on where... She's what they weren't engaged. Barry went to the future, comes back, proposes to her as a means of changing the future. Wally finds that out, tells Iris. Iris gets pissed off, takes the ring back off. So presumably now she's not going to put that ring back on come May twenty third or whenever the date is that Savitar kills her. So it's like through trying to change the timeline, the timeline has essentially remained intact. Mm. Um, as Cisco tried to point out. Yeah. All will be revealed. (laughs) It was a great episode. Excellent episode. It was. Shall we move on to Legends? Legends. Yes. Okay. The Jurassic Park episode, as I'm calling it. (laughs) Terry, what did you think? I actually was wondering whether... So do you remember at the end of the previous week? Because I said, well, you know, Rip's just going to talk to Gideon because he's the captain. Mm. And he said something to Gideon and she was like, yes, captain. I'm sure she said that in the previous. But then when they went to the very first scene of this week, she wasn't calling him captain. And she was like, you know, I'm not supposed to talk to you. I'm sure they changed I reckon it was a bit like the episode a few weeks back when he killed George Washington. Where at the end of the episode, we, sh- we saw him kill George Washington. And then it was almost like a scene taken from the next week's episode. That's what I took. I hadn't really thought about it because okay. I think it, subconsciously I must have just thought that it was like a next week on Legends, this happens. And then, but yeah, yeah. Um, I'm hoping so. Otherwise, that's a big oversight. Yeah, because yes. it was made to be such a big deal that. Do you can, think that can they Rick would do that? Or oh, I can. Wow! But they wouldn't make an oversight like that, would they? No, no not, I mean, not especially not on Legends. Like, no, exactly. who writes this crap anyway? <laughs> <laughs> and he did exactly what I said he would do. He took to Gideon and took over the ship. Granted, he had to use special code words, but still, mm. which is why they ended up in the whoopsie gauge. Yeah, it started with a C. I don't. The witch. The the like wasn't prehistoric. It wasn't oh, Cretaceous. Cretaceous. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So they did the the mind Vulcan mind mechanical thing to go inside his mind to find him. That's yes. what they did, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. It was cool. It was cool. It was I very. It, was, it didn't yeah. take much to to get him back to normal, though. No, I guess so. Her pose. Oh, Jesus. Which she, one? Um, Sarah, but when she was evil Sarah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Like the stupid... Well, my Sarah was sitting next to me and goes, 
Oh no, it's double pout. Look at him. <laughs> Look at him. And they really held that shot too. When they slowly zoomed in on the two of them looking at each other and evil Sarah was like she didn't know who she was looking at, but good Sarah was like, that's me. Do I really look Zoom this in. stupid? Oh, my God. The <laughs> camera keeps getting close. And I'm like, yeah, we get it, guys. You can put two people in the same shot that are exactly the same person. Like an eight-year-old with an iPhone can probably do that now. We get it. It's a wonderful visual effect. Please move on with the choreographed fight. I like the thing. They just got connected. Her and Jack's right and they're in there, and they get connected. And right, so you guys are ready? You ready to go inside Rip's mind? Yep, everything's happening. Okay, we're going to go. Here we go. Bam. They wake up. Wow. Where are we? <laughs> I think we're inside Rip's mind. I think it worked. Of course you're in Rip's mind. Where else would you be? You literally blinked. And old mate disappeared, the lights are off, and everything's covered in smoke. And Rip's gone. Yep. What the f*** do you think you just did? <laughs> Who writes this crap anyway? They're just giving us lines and and dialogue to make fun of. Like, that's... Do, you don't have to write that. You can just have them get up and walk around and look at shit. You don't have to... Well, and they're confused about what they see. So then they literally go, I'm confused about what I see. Yeah. I also, too, jacks, are confused. <laughs> like... Get your hand off but it. But you know what? All is forgiven because Gideon. then there's Gideon. Gideon. Oh, I knew you'd like that. It's hot. Yeah, she is. <laughs> now, Terry, you, you, I'm going to ask you to choose between Lena and Gideon. Lena. You didn't even have to think about it. No. Nope. Mm. Because I've 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 liked her for quite a while. Right. Although Gideon was, uh, you know, the whole British. Oh, yeah. Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's actually was, the woman that does the voice? I was wondering that too because I kind of thought, wow, they you know managed to get a really yeah. super hot what are the chances? That, that just happens to also be voicing. Yeah. The- now I know Gideon, as played in the Flash TV series, is actually Marina Baccarin, who um, uh, uh, where is she? Firefly, she's in Firefly, she's the prostitute in Firefly, um, Brody's oh, wife in yep. Homeland, yes. Yes. Deadpool's girlfriend. She's- one of the most stunning actresses Gorgeous. in the world, right? Yeah. She's the voice of Gideon that Ebrard Thorne brought back in really? the Flash. Yeah, yeah. She only oh. was around for about four episodes of well, ever used Well, is she the voice in this one? No, in she's our, not. Because I thought Flash. it was. No, she, no it's a different voice, Gideon. I, I, I noticed that because I, I listened out for her voice in the very first episode of Legends, and it's right. different. But I what I took from that was that this was an actual voice actress, you know, a, a, a trained voice actor. Yes. And I'm like, what are the chances that a really trained voice well. actor that sounds that good and has such a great voice is that friggin' stunning? Yeah, yeah well. It yeah. can actually go and be a computer, living embodiment of a computer, but also act that out well. Like, a voice actor isn't necessarily a good on-camera actor. Otherwise, yeah. they would be good on-camera actors. What are the chances? But it didn't look like it was dubbed. It was, it was too... Good. Yes. To be dubbed. Well, so, I'll tell you what, she's going to be getting a bit of work after this. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> what, for you, just for you personally or you mean the show? Oh, right. Sorry, on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I actually, it, I, for me, and it, I know this is going to annoy you guys, but it also reminded me of a Doctor Who episode where the TARDIS was actually a real woman in one episode. It was very cool. Was she hot? Um, not Gideon hot, but she was... <laughs> not she, Gideon hot, she, but she was British, she no was, doubt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Extra points. <laughs> uh, and look, you know, we always knew Sarah was going to be a fan. Uh, as soon as Gideon was there, I was like, I can't wait for Sarah to meet you. <laughs> She's yeah, even trying to f- computers now. <laughs> and then right on cue... Whoa, you're Gideon. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. I know I'm just a mental projection of my own self in someone else's head, and you too are a mental projection of a computer in said person's head, but I kind of want to get it on with you. When they were all, um, I'm skipping to the end, but when they were all sort of disappearing out of his mind, I thought for sure Sarah was going to go, just before I go, <laughs> just before I go, I just, can, Gideon, do you mind? Do you mind if we pass? Because oh. I've got a bucket list and I've already been ticking off the French Queen, uh, Guinevere a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> so good. I'd love to make love to a futuristic computer if that's okay. Well, do you know, well, Kelly McGuinness, I think it's McGuinness, uh, might have that wrong, but from Weird Science. Yeah, yeah. Another British computer generated. <laughs> 
<laughs> Is it all computers? Wow, Terry's got a type. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can we go outside the ship now and outside sure, here, sure. Rip's mind? Oh, speaking of more sex, Jesus, Amaya and and still do. I finally learned her name through this episode. Yeah, me too, Amaya. <laughs> I thought it was Maya and then yeah. I realised it was Amaya. I wonder if he steals on during the act. Ouch. Oh, interesting. <laughs> That would kind of be a bit painful, Ben. Well, and cold? Or <laughs> and is, cold, he a, yeah. is he a warm-blooded, like, piece of steel? Oh, I'd be like... <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I think I'll and be editing that out. It. I think I'm going to be editing that out. Just beep it. It'll be funnier. <laughs> Just beep that All right, whole it, four seconds. It's going to be beeped. Uh, <laughs> um... Right, well, let's talk about Ray's suit. So he's out walking around and the thing gets into the dinosaur's nest. I forget what they call the... Gertrude. Gertrude. And, um, uh, and they're struggling, they're running around, and why doesn't he have his suit on? Fly mm. over there, use one of his tractor beams, fly the thing back, hell, shoot the dinosaur, and then... Uh, or her. Why, why did it take done. her until the end of the bloody episode to do her animal mind, you know, because she already said to, what the hell is Steel Guy's name? Whatever his name is. Yeah. Oh yes, I talked to animals. But she couldn't talk to Gertrude like right at the very beginning. Which was I thought of you, Mitch, because you've been asking for a long time what exactly are her powers? And I think this week we got a bit more of an explanation. Still some questions. She's like Dr. Harry. It was like an additional (laughs) power, the fact that she could yeah, telepathically communicate in a way with animals. But my confusion has always been when she, you know, it saw that dinosaur and if she, you know, like takes in the power of a Tyrannosaurus, yeah, does she hold it only enough to do like a headbutt, you know, or so? Like when she's been a, a gorilla and she punches like a gorilla, I'm like, do you only have the power for that one punch or do you have it until you switch it off because we've never seen that? When she was a dolphin and she rescued Pretty Boy Steel that was when he was drowning in the, in the water. water. Is she able to breathe underwater? Does she only have the speed of a dolphin to get under there? Does she have echolocation? Mm. I, what are her powers? It's just <laughs> press the chest thing. I'm animal. Ask no more questions. Yeah. I, I don't know. But I like this because it showed a new power, the telepathic stuff, and they explained it by showing it. They, It was done. I have no... No questions about that. I know that she can communicate with one if she wants to. And I thought the visual effects in this episode were really good. I didn't... I mean, obviously, I looked and went, that's a fake dinosaur because <laughs> it's a fake dinosaur. But it's, it didn't look overtly bad. Well, not like um, Barry that were a couple oh, of weeks before. Oh, with the gorillas. Yeah, yeah. With the gorillas. They looked awful. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, and I wondered too, because they, do they need to drop a show each week when they up the CGI oh, budget in one of the... Shows. <laughs> no arrow this week. Couldn't afford the CGI. <laughs> so uh, we're putting it all into legends. We need we need a dinosaur. Stephen, Stephen, take a week off. Uh, you've you've been around for five years. So I had to remember back. Um, so Amaya goes back to 1942, gets married and has uh, offspring. Mm-hmm. And then Ray is with. I can't remember what he was talking about. Well, he's he, was that in. Arrow. In Arrow? In yeah. Arrow. Cause who remember, was he with? Well, there was the character in Arrow who had the Yeah, the amulet. I vaguely so remember. She who was is... that? The, go- the granddaughter of yeah, our granddaughter. Of Amaya. Right. It was like yeah, because I, I remember seeing it the late amulet season before. Three. I think it was late season three, early season four, and Oliver called her up because he you know, met her along the track. It was with Constantine, wasn't it? Wasn't that one um, of the episodes where there was... Const- or no, or we thought maybe Constantine should yeah, be in it. Yeah, I think it was. So it must have been... Season four, but after episode four or five, whenever Constantine showed up, he goes, oh, I've, I've got someone who's supernatural or something, you know, I can call yeah, him up, okay. whatever the line was. And, yeah, he called her up. And, and Vixen, that's, that's why I've been calling Amaya Vixen this whole time because when they announced her joining Legends, they said, oh, it'll be Vixen's grandmother. But I thought Vixen was almost like a title that right. she gave herself in a way. So, uh, yeah, they're speaking of whoever... She was in um, in in Arrow, but and and I had no real problems of understanding her power there. But I think they focus on it so little. Whereas now she's a main player. I've always wanted more out of her, and and we got it. But then you get that little bit of extra flavor, like uh, like you guys just touched on that. He's being told by Ray, man. If you pursue this, you're going to mess up a timeline. Do we not? The one thing I thought of. Do we know who 
the grand, well, her partner is in 1942? And no. could it be Steelman? Well, could that's simply what I was thinking. he it just could go be back like with her? Sarah and, Connor yeah. and, and um, Kyle Reese. Kyle yeah. Reese. But Ray, Ray telling them not to be together, yes, he actually breaks are, it up. And then he becomes the grandfather of Vixen. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Possibly. I tell you what, though, if that's the case. I guess while he's probably learning from his time travel mistakes, I mean, he could go back, he could do some betting on the stock market, make a lot of money. I mean, he's a historian, as he said. He'd know everything that's going to happen between 1942 and 2016 when he jumped on that ship. He could set himself up to be quite the businessman. Yeah. You know? And after all, I mean, once you've gone steel, ain't nothing else feel real. <laughs> right? I, huh? How long no, did no, you Can you please clap, Terry? Because I heard you start and say, once you go steel, and I'm like... I bet he's got nothing now. Yeah. And, he, and then you started talking. I thought, he doesn't know he's going to finish it. <laughs> Tell me how long you've been working on that. Go on. While you guys were gibbering. Yeah, you were. <laughs> <just there. laughs> and the guy. he don't feel real. <laughs> just a little head kick. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, well, you know, Steel and Amaya, they weren't the only ones to get a bit of love this time. This time was computer love. Yes, with Rip. <laughs> so Rip kisses Gideon. Yes. But how does Gideon remember? I know. Well, she was I th- plugged into him the whole time. Plugged into his mind. But that was in his mind. Yeah. His mind generated Gideon. That was all in, that his, was in head. his head. Yeah, but she was like... That's how they got in there was through a hookup with the central computer, this this technology that Rip had hidden because he thought of it as barbaric. But, but, but Gideon has been there the whole time. Yeah. So if they only he, she was only there when he got connected, unless it replaced a Gideon. The real the re, it's like the real Gideon connects with this almost implantation and memory of, of Gideon that you know, the likes of Damien Dark and all that, you know, put in his mind. Like that's what I took. The the projections that he had of the legends in his mind being evil and keeping him down and that's what's making him this bad version of himself and so by destroying each and every one of them at least trying it was destroying the 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 conceptions that he has of those characters being bad and evil and it's keeping this good part of himself from taking over his mind and his body again so Gideon not necessarily evil in his mind and you get the real Gideon plugging in I, I guess yeah I am missing that middle ground but for me it's like well Gideon got plugged into his head. That is the real Gideon would get all that information. It's not so much... Oh, I don't know. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really trying to figure out the right way to explain it because I guess this, this episode didn't. But it's not so much about what goes on in his head and how real Gideon connects to that fake Gideon. But it's everything that happened there in his mind while Sarah and Jax were in there, the real Gideon was plugged into what was going on. So she was aware right. of it. Right, okay. So, so you... that might have been fake Gideon that kissed him. His, his, he was basically just having a dream of kissing this projection yeah. of Gideon, but real Gideon being plugged into his brain knew about it and was like, oh. Was like some of... sort of digital peeping Tom. Exactly. <laughs> and she liked it. A sexy digital peeping Tom. And where do they go to it from here? I mean, do we see a physical representation of Gideon in the future? I mean, I don't, I don't want to see that love story where, you know, it was such a weird line where she's, oh, I liked it. And he's like, oh, I really liked it. And it was like something that he'd wanted to do for so long, but he actually can't kiss a piece of artificial intelligence. Well, it's fantastic. Well, all they need to do is just slip on over through the reality into Marvel, contact Ada and get, uh, <laughs> get oh, and some I just robots remember, by the It was Kelly LeBrock from Weird, Weird Science. Science. Yeah, because I thought the person you you mentioned was in Top Gun. Top Gun, yes. McGillis, and yeah. McGillis, and when you see McGillis, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. But yeah, you're right. I'm mixing up the two, but yeah, you're Kelly right. LeBrock. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the episode ended with uh, Apollo 13. Yeah. Yeah. There. What does that mean? I guess again, we don't know because that's what it teases. Well, for. no, because the um, the grandfather is in that time period where that fourth piece of the spear is. So right. that's they're going back to that period to get the spear, and I guess that happens to be. Gee, I hope they put it on the moon. Oh, they. Oh, yes, yeah. The spear is on the moon. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Finally, we might go back to the moon. <laughs> it's only taken how long? Yeah, a long, long uh, time. I mean, surely we went up there. We we saw and did everything we needed to do up there. Yeah. Why do we need to go back? Why? Who? Uh, yeah. Move on. Jeez. All right, uh, let's move on to some scores, shall we? Jesus. I actually, I haven't written any. I couldn't. I thought I'd wait for you guys. And just... Mitchell. Oh, look, I'll go first because I don't ever go first. I've noticed that because I'm always so scared. Um, <laughs> okay, Flash first. Yep. I don't know. I, I did enjoy 
all of them. Mm. Same. And I enjoyed Supergirl last week, and I think this this episode was better than last week. No no question about it. And then Legends for me, I think because I watched it, you know, in the order it was um, premiering TV. So Supergirl, Flash, Legends. It was Supergirl. Then it got better with Flash, and then it fell away off Flash to Legends. I'm, I'm struggling. I'm really struggling. I don't Jeez, know. Mate. Come on. I'm trying to work it out as I talk. I don't know. I'm going to screw up all this. Oh, do I want to? Make them all the same. <laughs> Can we come back to you? Do you want to come back to you? I kind of want to just see what your faces go. Flash Supergirl Legends. Fla- that's what you want to do? Yeah, sure. Yep. yep Flash Supergirl Legends. Okay. Sure. Terry, what would you like to do? Shit. Um, I don't know. It was, yeah, it's really hard. Oh, um, I might go... Flash. Right, Flash. Legend Supergirl. Unsurprising. (laughs) Flash, Legends, and Supergirl. Okay. I mean, but Supergirl was good. It was good. But you still have to put it last. Well, because you guys think Legends is so shit, so I got to put Legends. I don't. I actually really appreciate. (laughs) I don't think Legends. The ideas presented. With the whole mind thing, like I, I, I love the movie Inception. I'm like, I, I wish they were able to go a lot deeper and play around with the concept of going into somebody's mind and how, you know, consciousness works and dreams and all that sort of yeah. thing. I, I'm starting to regret my order now. <laughs> I want to give it credit for putting forward concepts that it didn't actually pay off. It's supposed to be written properly as well. That's yeah. no excuse, just because you come up with a good idea. There was stuff in Supergirl that wasn't quite, you know, that was a bit sloppy that I didn't really like. Mm. I didn't really talk about it, but, yeah, Yeah, so I'm happy with my... Yeah. Uh, All right, Ben, what do you got? I'm going to go Legends at the bottom. <laughs> Finger from Terry. <laughs> Followed by, in the middle, Supergirl and at the top, Flash. Cool. So exactly the same as you, Mitch, and almost the same as you, Terry. So uh, this week's scores goes Flash, then Supergirl, and then Legends. (laughs) (laughs) I really, I finished watching Supergirl, and I thought, finally, poor Supergirl is going to be the top marks for me this week. Yep. But that was because she was hardly in it. She didn't have very much dialogue. It was so much better. Well, I don't know. That's your, that's your opinion, then, but yeah, then sure. a little bit of Salt Bay with Kevin Sorbo at the end. Exactly. That that that's your kicker, right? That's the chaser right there. Hercules. I was more impressed with Terry Hatcher, but sure. Yeah, but you never watched Hercules. You never watched Hercules, mate. And as soon as it, it was, is it is Eolus? What was his little sidekick? If yeah, he Eolus. ever shows up, I am done. I'd be hilarious. I am done. No, no, if Xena shows up. Yeah. She has to be in it. Oh <laughs> She's already done Agents of Shield. She can't come to DC. She's already done Marvel. She well, I'm know, joking, of course. That she yeah. can do all of them. She can whore herself out to every comic book thing. I don't care. Bring it on. More Xena. What else have you got, Mitch, on the Getting to Geek website? Next week's going to be a really big week. I can't wait to get there. Right now, we've got our Logan chats up from the, from the other week as well. Uh, we're a bit late to the King Kong party or Kong Skull Island, so we're, we're going to be getting that up uh, hopefully over the uh, over the next week. And uh, yeah, next week, we've got Beauty and the Beast, a Power Rangers. We've got a chat going up with the Red Ranger himself, Daka Montgomery, who is an Australian guy. He's from Perth. Uh, he's playing the Red Ranger in Power Rangers, which does come out next week, the 23rd of March. And uh, otherwise... You can check out our side project as well, which has been on a bit of a hiatus recently. Um, Get Into Gate. We just talk Stargate. We're going back, reliving each and every one of the episodes, one episode per week, and uh, we're about to cap off the first season. So uh, subscribe to Get Into uh, Gate as well. And Get Into Geek, we're on socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can drop us a line, getintogeek at gmail.com, or um, hit us up, SoundCloud and iTunes. We're available on both. Spread the love. If you prefer one or the other or someone doesn't have access to an Apple device like Terry, you can listen to us on SoundCloud or join the rest of us in the Apple-loving world like Ben and I and download us on uh, the podcast with Apple Shaw, Genesis and Skynet. Whatever. (laughs) I'm I'm a slave to the corporate master that is Apple. If it works, it works. Well, my phone's a little bit busted at the moment, but that's a side issue. Don't worry about it. That's because you dropped it. (laughs) Uh, Only three episodes next week, so... No Supergirl, no yay! Supergirl, no <laughs> you, you, you were angry at me when I did that for Legends the other week. <laughs> There'll be obviously some really heavy CGI in one of them. 
according yeah. to my theory, at yes. least, anyway. I guess so Arrow <laughs> is the only one left to go full CG. <laughs> oh, no. Well, it's not this creepy crossover you guys are talking oh, about next week. Oh, that's the following week. Yeah, it's, it's two weeks away. Okay. Yeah. yeah, well, maybe that's what they're doing. They're saving up their CGI uh, budget. Is that what they're doing? You need to pay the fan back and apologise. <laughs> Just to say, sorry guys, please stick around next week. We're sorry for what we just put you through. Yeah, it could be amazing if you know what we're talking about with the crossover. It could be amazing. <laughs> I don't know. I've got no idea. But I'll I'll reserve the right to hate it. <laughs> My husband has already said I will not be watching those episodes. Wow. Okay. Yep. And Ben, we might not be able to watch it with you, but I want a camera on you for the yes, moment. Sarah has to be filming you while you're watching. Yeah. The moment that it becomes what it's going to become, I just want to see <laughs> your mouth drop a little bit. You drop your bourbon, but catch it before you spill because I don't like spilt bourbon. And your eyes just <laughs> what the? It'll you know, just it'll be, be br- brilliant. Whites. Yeah. How long through the episode am I going to have to film for? Well, I don't know. We don't know. <sighs> I can't. the The bit that I'm looking forward to the most is is saying to myself, "Oh, that's what they're talking about." I don't even really care about what happens. It's, oh, you it's will. the fact that you've said it. Uh, TV shows do it from time to time. And they do, no and they're shit out. It's not a cartoon. It's not comic book pages being turned. What else? It's not a Christmas special. You said whether it's not where they're all in each other's bodies. I've guessed all these things. I no, can't. Yet you haven't. No. So. And yet I haven't. <laughs> oh, they're all Lego characters. <laughs> Everything is awesome. <laughs> Get into geek.com.